0: Welcome to...
1: Bean Stuff.
0: Now today we are talking about the history of coffee. Big topics today. It is a big big, topic. I always get
1: a bit scared when I talk about history because there's a lot of dates out there and I remember when I was really young uh, that... uh, I forget a lot of those dates, and now I'm a little older, I'm still forgetting a lot of those
0: dates. Well, on full disclosure, we have a laptop in front of us.
1: All right, we've yes. Got,
0: well, you've got a lot of notes in front well, of Well... But none of it's... None of, we're not cheating. I mean, no, it's no. just so we get we get you the right facts.
1: I'm trying to get the accuracy going.
0: Yeah, as so we print off what we already know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what you already know.
1: Well, I, yeah. and I, I some, don't... I've, talked about history of coffee many times different seminars different places but i still got to have notes in front of me otherwise i could just say something that's just totally wrong
0: well and i i remember uh, not too long ago this morning when i told you <laughs> we should record this podcast um the history of coffee we were both kind of like "What?" Yep. there's there's like i remember just all lots of stuff flooding in
1: there's lot, i mean i did a classic caravan um For education in January, and I've got this flash uh, on 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 overheads, and Uh uh, but but I've forgotten a lot of it already. It's amazing.
0: It's crazy how fast it goes in one ear and one. uh, I can't speak to (laughs) it in one ear and out the other. It's it's I've got to take more of that coffee. You know, it's funny. We had that. We had that episode of decaf coffee. And Mm. what are we drinking today? We're drinking decaf coffee. Oh yeah. So we're doing a decaf Honduras today, which is really good. And we've got a lot of material. We don't want to make yeah, this last forever. Yeah, yeah. So we're going to jump right in. And uh, so we're going to start with the, just the history of coffee, kind of mm-hmm. try and stick to topic as much as we can yeah,
1: yeah.
0: And, uh, and see where that takes us. Yeah, yeah. So to start it off, uh, what – well, I guess here's a question. I think I know the answer, mm-hmm. but maybe other people don't. Dad? What is, when was day number one for coffee? What is the exact scientifically proven number one origin of coffee? Well, probably the creation, but. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Documented. documented. Yeah,
1: Yeah, there is a lot of myths out there, read um i of my research i I can't there's more than four but i there's four ones that i've heard in and out and they all sort of intermingle with each other Mm. but uh there's one main one out there that gets put out a lot but there's 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 probably four if you started you know
0: digging down and what are the what are the so what are the four i now i remember one and i could be completely wrong this might be not might not be in the four but one has to do with goats very good is that can yeah. I can I start that one and then you correct me sure. if I go then na- the, his name's Caldi by the way Caldi the goat herder Caldi the goat herder that's him from my recollection yes. which is from your knowledge is a gentleman who was in where was he from he was in Ethiopia lately. Ethiopia, that's right. <laughs> right between the tropics of Capricorn and Cancer. That's quite a large <laughs> swath of land and sea. But Kaldi mm-hmm. was herding his goats one day, mm-hmm. and he noticed that his goats started jumping and acting kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. And he wondered what had gotten into his goats. And he realized that they had been eating a coffee cherry mm-hmm. or coffee cherries mm-hmm. from the trees that were around him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that's where my story oh, starts. That's, stops. <laughs> that, that, all, that's right. all I remember. Oh, well, no,
1: that, that is, I mean, there's different versions of it too, but, uh, and there's no true, I mean, in it. Uh, it's it's probably a, apocryphal of anything. I mean, what was it word apocryphal? Apocryphal. Wow. It's writings. Ancient writings. Oh uh, man. Yeah. I'm learning oh, stuff today. that's all right. All right. Um, and it didn't. I don't think even the story appeared. Was it, six. I looked down here. Sixteen seventy one. Eight hundred years after it was supposed to have even happened. So who knows what went on? But you're right. He saw them really excited, and he thought, "What are they doing? They're eating this." So he had some himself and found he was suddenly enlivened and excited as well. And vola, he discovered the coffee cherry, and there's more to it. He takes it to to different folk and monasteries by, close by, and they enjoy it very much. Keeps them awake all night for friends. So prayers.
0: were they eating the, well, I guess maybe we don't know, but were they yeah. eating the whole fruit? Or, like, yeah. How did they actually yes. drop it into a I, well, fire, that roast too. it, and then the, grind it on accident, yeah. drop it in more hot water? I,
1: mean, I would say typically like, you know apples whatever you're eating fruit off a tree you're typically just going to sort of eat into it and with coffee because you eat eating it, it has, you know it's got a a small bit of fruit in it not a lot mm. um it kind of tastes it, like water yeah it's pretty pretty mild really it's a very
0: mild flavor yeah.
1: and uh, but to get to the seed which is inside it's not the fruit it's the the, the two seeds inside the cherry. Uh there's goodness knows how that really happened they had to boil it at some stage.
0: It's just incredible yeah. how many things had to fall into place yeah. for us to get a cup of coffee that I'm drinking right now. That's right. Like I mean,
1: you gotta have fire. Somebody had to discover fire, of course. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yes, when you go back far enough That's yeah.
1: right. Boil water, you know, put the coffee in the bee seeds. They had to have something to boil the water yeah. in. Did they dry the seeds? Because now there's a whole process now of, of, of taking it from the tree to the, you know, through the dry wet mills and wow. to the coffee to the roastery and then to us
0: wow so we've got Khalid Khalid yes Khalid Kaldi, Khaldi yes and uh, so we've heard a little bit about him unless there's anything interesting what's the next one
1: there's other parts to it but I know other that, parts oh well how, what he did after and, um. and people came to see and they, they were really impressed by this stuff as well and they, yeah. there's another guy called Omar now that's the, the Omar. second most known one I think Omar he actually has a lot much longer name. than There, do you want me to give you the name? Give us the full on full name. On. And I, I, I admit, I'm going to pronounce this totally wrong with my, uh, Kiwi American accent, uh, or English, whatever that may be. Sheikh Abu Hassan Shaldi's disciple Omar. I just realised that was the disciple was Omar, but he had a Sheikh as well.
0: So the disciple is Omar. Is a disciple of somebody?
1: Omar, yeah, of oh, that guy name I just said. Don't worry so about he, that.
0: So Omar doesn't have a long name just as he probably does, I, does. does. We, we just don't know it. Okay. <laughs> he just goes by omar yeah, yeah, gotcha yeah. so mr omar yeah he uh he cures
1: the sick through prayer and again there's variations of this um but as uh he gets exiled to a cave uh from mocha and he's starving and uh he just to survive, he chews some uh, nearby berries by near a shrubbery, but found them really bitter. Guess what? It's coffee. He tried roasting it to improve his flavor, but it's just so hard. And uh, so he boils it to soften the beans up. Uh, gets this brown liquid that we know and we're drinking today, coffee. Uh, and a, you know, after he had some of this, he realized. I'm not feeling so bad, here I am deserted in this cave, feeling I'm left to die, but I feel quite revived. What's going on? Something to do with this brown liquid that he's drinking.
0: Hmm. And what, now, was there a year
1: on that? Oh, the, I I know it's put a year on Old? Old. Oh, yeah, exactly. And is
0: there a year on the goat farmer, Cal,
1: Well, it appeared in writing in 1671, but that was, they say, 800 years before, after the, the fact. So it's probably some similar sort of time, I would think. Okay, okay. But, uh, so this becomes a miracle drug because locals around by start coming to the cave and say, what are you, you help me as a doctor, uh, give me some medicine. He gives them some of this miracle drug, mm-hmm. as he's calling it now. And uh, they feel like,
0: wow. this. Because nobody knows what caffeine is, nobody not, knows not, the effect it's going to have. The he interesting
1: just, thing the history of that is he gets asked to come back, and uh, he's made a saint. Here you go. Come back to what? Come back to the mocha, where he left from, where he got exiled from. Oh,
0: and he now he becomes Saint Omar. Yeah. Wow. Coffee was one of his miracles. I guess. There is a
1: coffee uh, saint. I don't think it's like Saint Omar, saint, but i would uh, uh, to look at that sometime. Can't I remember. know,
0: yeah. I know what you mean. There, I've, seen a, I've seen a picture of it. Yeah, yeah. Saint Drogel?
1: Ooh, it sounds good, but we don't know. The patron saint of
0: coffee. Yeah, anyway, yeah. he exists. Look it up. What's the, what's the third one?
1: Oh, I like the third one. It's got another, I love all these big names. Um, he's a surfy mystic. Again, um, we're talking about Ethiopia, we're talking about Yemen, all around those areas, but mainly Ethiopia. Uh-huh. Gothel Akbar Nuruddin Abu al Hassan al Sharhili. Be a lot in school. Mike, you imagine mum saying, hey, gobu, <laughs> oh, ashu, yeah, Anyway, whatever.
0: No, you wouldn't. No, no, wouldn't. No, wouldn't.
1: No, he, no. No. he did a very similar story, but you don't get to hear about it. But uh, his involves birds that were just really excited, and he checks out what they're eating. And he eats the same stuff, and he is feels the same. So another a third story
0: we don't know. Consistently feeling mm-hmm. feeling revived, feeling excited. Feeling That's alive. the common theme coming through here. Yes, yes. I see. So and then number four. So are you going for a cup of your or a sip of your coffee there? So okay, I was going to go for the a sip. Go for, go a, sip. for a sip. Wet sip. the palate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But so we we kind of start seeing this theme of people discovering it because animals are going kind of yep, crazy that's or theme. out of desperation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So number four.
1: And this is sort of related again. Ethiopian tribes from the uh, Orom- uh, Oromu tribes. Um, or in fact, the Gala tribes, they call them. that uh, That's the name of the tribe. They packed up this um, coffee seed mm-hmm. with... Uh, particular the fruit part of it were fat and spices, the first energy bar around. <laughs> Before the cliff bar. Exactly.
0: It was the, <laughs> the gala bar. Yep, correct. The yep, gala tribe right. bar.
1: They knew it would sustain them for, you know, journeys they were going off out to so um wow. and there's there's writings about that happening
0: as well. So it was it's been known for 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 some time. So I, I noticed an overwhelming amount of these, and by overwhelming I think three of them, yes. are all from Ethiopia. Yes. Is that, is that correct? The other one was from Yemen.
1: Well, yes. Or, or, uh, it's mainly Ethiopia, but then it's, it's uh, Yemen's so close just across the Red Sea, so there's a lot of movement, a lot of... Um, um, trade going between and unfortunately a lot of slavery going between the two as well and that gets taken over to to Yemen. Mm.
0: So is there kind of a general consensus um, or two questions. Is there a general consensus that coffee originated in Ethiopia-ish?
1: Ish, (laughs) it is. Some would say Harar region. Um, Others they find diversity of of the genetics is, is more in Western Ethiopia which is closer to Kenya there's you know it's not uh, directly known it's not fully known
0: gotcha okay well so it's kind of so it is africa it's yes europe or not europe europe no africa and i'm thinking ethiopia Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, but ethiopian area yeah so uh, tell me about kind of the next iteration of what we know of as coffee progressing in history right and
1: these are going to be some generalizations going here but as i said Yemen which is a close neighbor with water in between to Ethiopia Uh, a lot of trade going and um, I think particularly the slavery going across and they would take the berries with them and make their concoctions have the energy bar whatever they were doing from the Gala tribe Mm -hmm. and uh, they would go into Yemen and the Yemenese tribes there Muslims there suddenly realized what's this stuff they're drinking what are they having could we have it too they tried and found it had really good properties to keeping them awake
0: Mm, wow so it's it's kind of it seems like the coffee is selling itself in a sense people are trying it people are experiencing this feeling of you know what we now know is you know feeling awake because of caffeine and And, they're starting to really it's it's catching on due to that fact it seems seems yeah
1: yeah even the name that's I think it got first translated in english back in in what, 1582 or something and then it's come from turkish name and then it's been borrowed again in arabic Kwawa, i think it's called which means prevents uh, sleep i believe so
0: so the origin of coffee the name yes even the name prevents sleep possibly prevent. yes yeah possibly. derivatives yeah. yeah don't quote us no <laughs> <laughs> so We've got this origin story from Ethiopia. We'll say, for the sake of just simplicity's sake. Yeah. Uh, so Ethiopia, we've got a couple different iterations of where that may have come from, what it might have been, um, and then it kind of progresses through slavery, through migration, through mm-hmm, people moving, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and kind of pe- people are bringing that with them in different mm-hmm, mm-hmm. forms, shapes, and sizes. Yes. What? Uh, so tell me a little bit about. Uh, tell me a little bit about 1475.
1: 1475. Uh, um, oh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. The, <laughs> yeah. Um, before 1475, might I just go back a little bit because yeah. coffee gets to Yemen, as I was saying and monasteries, particularly using it, finding very helpful in their nightly prayers um, sessions. Keeping the monastery. Them yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. And uh, and and from there, it starts going different places, but uh, what Cairo, Damascus, Baghdad, Constantin, Const- Stantonopo, it's a hard one to say. It is a hard one. Um, And uh, the interesting thing, though, with all those cities, and so we were getting to constantly, I mentioned that because it's got coffee shops uh, opening up in 1475 that you're alluding to. Wow. But um, there's a lot of, I call it in and out, or in, out, and in.
0: Kind of like in and out as far as like styles?
1: In and out. It's almost like styles, and there's this constant... It gets brought in and it's there. People really enjoy it. And then someone says, no, it's out. We can't have this. And then they taste it and they go, huh, let's change the laws and let's put this in again. And so can we
0: have – what's an example of maybe one of those
1: oh, transitions? There's a, there's a lot of them. I mean, it's all those places I just mentioned. But <laughs> uh, it was banned in Be- uh, Mecca originally. This is back in 1511. And there's some names here. I'm going to get wrong again, but uh, uh, the governor at the time was – here big and uh he was the governor of mecca and he suddenly started saying oh this stuff because they're drinking it they seem to get enlivened and you know they start talking about stuff they start talking about me are they saying good things about me i'm gonna ban this substance because i don't want any bad talk going on uh about me and um but uh and then sometimes these religious parties say, "No, no, 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 we can't have this. Mm. um this is evil, this is satanic, they would say, even um then only like i don't know ten fifteen years later, it gets overturned by another sultan uh, sultan Suleiman the first political thing, and uh, he issues a law that uh, he gets his religious folk to to write up and says, actually." Um, we're gonna allow this to happen because I've tasted the stuff and man, it's good. Wow! In fact, he gets so excited about it. He actually starts having a, a special chief coffee maker in the palace, and wow. people come over to just enjoy the you know the palace and the coffee. And uh, two abilities you've got to have: one is to be loyal, and the ability to keep secrets. That was the you know if you're going to be a chief coffee maker.
0: So the first barista job, yep, for a sultan, yep, had to be loyal, yep. And a secret keeper. Yep. Things haven't changed. So 1524 is when your baristas came into the scene. That's right. That's yep. pretty crazy. It's true. Yeah. Baristas established 14, 1524. Yeah.
1: There you go. Maybe have hadn't been before, then who knows?
0: Okay. So we've got... I mean, it really sounds to me like coffee could have been snuffed out almost at a lot of different places in history where it you know, went out and in and... The right person not being a public figure and bringing coffee back into the scene could have meant the extinction of coffee as we, yes. now know it. Yeah,
1: yeah, and that happened in Cairo. It happened in Ethiopia. It happened uh, as well. Different emperors come in and they, you know, they drink it and find, man, this is good stuff. And uh, then
0: they they make it uh, all right to drink. Wow! Wow! So we've got people bring it in and out. What, what's kind of the next step? Like, does it move? When does it get, start getting to Europe? Like, we're still in kind of... Oh,
1: wow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yemen, it, there's, again, it gets a little diverse here of, of where it goes and how it comes out. And, uh, uh, basically, the Arabs, they want to keep a monopoly on this. And mm-hmm. they want to, so what they start doing is they uh, they boil the seeds. If they do give them as gifts or something, they boil them before they go out, so they they're, they're not fertile. They can't grow the plant, a coffee plant.
0: They are very
1: protective of it. But with all protections, um, things don't don't always go well. And um,
0: so they're, they're boiling the plant before it gets out of the country, so that nobody could grow the plant.
1: Exactly. Yeah. yeah they, they want to keep out. the plant. They know it's a good good uh, e- you know economy is going to be good by having this plant around because people valuable. are going to want it. It's valuable, valuable commodity.
0: Gotcha. So they're boiling the plant. It's not getting out.
1: Of course, for any great plan like that, and any you know control like that, there's always someone that comes along and says, uh-huh, I think I can get around this. Mm. And uh, there's a guy called, I think his name's Baba Boudoun. I emphasize that like I know how to say that. He's an Asian Indian, and he decides he's going to take one of these seeds. He liked the drink. Right. I'm going to take it back with me to India. Wow. And he's he, he, Whatever he he puts it on his, on his stomach and puts his clothes over that, and voila, he takes it back, and the bean, the coffee seed, starts growing now in uh, in
0: India. Wow! So it's it, it really seems like a drink of the people. People it, are the ones who are yeah, kind of pushing it. very much so.
1: Hmm. Yep,
0: yep. And so it gets to India. Does it? Is that kind of where we kind of see that progressing next, as far as it comes from? you know, Africa, people start liking it, they don't want to get out, then it goes to kind of like the Middle East, it sounds like, a little bit. Yeah, Middle East, yeah. it starts kind of spreading from there. Again, uh, this is an
1: oversimplification, but you get folk from around the world trading with these these folk and enjoying the drink and they want this drink somehow to come to their place in the world, and particularly in Europe, want that to happen. Hmm. Now you've got places like the Netherlands, you've got France right. you have know, got some big players who really want the the Brazil comes in on the picture as well a little later on now the biggest producer of coffee and but they had to get it from somewhere it wasn't originated uh, in in Brazil
0: wow it, That's crazy so coffee wow it, it's crazy to think like you said like Brazil being one of the largest manufacturers of coffee today or yeah. growers and yet they were not really on the scene to begin with it's you know ethiopia yemen places like that, that yeah now are not as big as brazil even
1: exactly yeah and it that coffee how it's worked around the world it, it's come and gone and uh, uh big players little players um it's it's, it's quite it's really a changer that, that's it's changed co- whole cultures actually
0: so let me throw this this out here for you okay. and I, let, let's just see what pops into your mind mm-hmm. um because i'm i'm I think it's something special yes Peter van, yes. Brocken,
1: oh, you mean Peter van Dan Brocken
0: well, yeah he's
1: someone knew him as Dan as well, some, yeah,
0: some of us just call him call him Dan, <laughs> but uh, tell us about peter
1: well <laughs> he was he he was a Dutchman
0: Dutch oh, that's right, yeah. good old Dan,
1: good, and we're talking sixteen sixteen, this guy runs around, and um he was uh he was working for the Dutch East Indian Company at the time. He visited Mocha.
0: Now, what? for those of us that don't know, Mocha is not just oh. a drink, it's also oh, a true. country. Yeah, it's
1: very much a country. Right above Australia it's, it's in and Indonesia? Major, major port in Yemen.
0: Which is where? Oh,
1: just opposite uh, Ethiopia. Oh. So we're still in the Middle East? So yeah. We're still in the Middle East? Exactly. In uh, Africa.
0: Middle East, big player in this whole thing, yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. And then Mocha is, so Mocha's right there. Yeah. So Mocha was not. First, a concoction of coffee and chocolate. It was a country first.
1: Right? Exactly. Oh. I, I I don't know the history of chocolate. But well, yeah. 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 In yeah. coffee, mocha is the port. Yes.
0: Wow. Yeah. Very interesting. And uh, so back to sorry. Back, oh, to, back to Peter.
1: He he was wandering around and found he liked this coffee. Wanted some of it, so he decided a plan to to scale the walls one night, get the coffee seedling and take it back to his waiting ship, and off he goes. Wow. It, you know, it was a you know, pretty daring thing he was doing. He knew he could get pretty well hurt uh, if, if he got caught, caught doing this. He got back, of course, and found, oh, rats, it doesn't grow. Coffee needs to grow, as you said, right near the beginning between the tropics. The tropics of Capricorn and Cancer. Oh, very good, very good. And so he got it back there, this dead you know, sort of thing, and, uh, <laughs> and uh, it didn't grow. So no coffee grows in the United States? Well, n- <laughs> yes, it does. It grows in Hawaii. Ah. And they're trying to grow it in California. Um, but uh, it's just, it's difficult. It's hard to do uh, compared to the, the way it naturally grows at high altitude uh, in between those tropics.
0: Because I remember when we lived in New Zealand, that you had a couple of coffee plants. <laughs> Actually, you know, I think you have some now, or you did. I, I Yeah. But we had a, a pretty decent-sized coffee plant for a house, I should say. Mm-hmm. And uh, and even where you work, I've, I've we've had coffee plants grow, and I've seen a taste of the fruit from. Them. Yes. Yeah. But it is mostly, or more specifically, coffee is going to grow between the two tropics.
1: Yeah. So you've got other things going the other than just tropics. You've got soil. You've got variety of the coffee. You've got big players, altitude of the coffee. Um, if the it's, if it's rain sort of through the season of flooding areas there's a lot wow. of things that come into it to make it you're right it grows everywhere but to, to actually grow good quality tasting coffee like we're drinking right now mm. it's a lot harder to
0: do and so for so for you know when I think of coffee there's lots of different places and things and stuff but being in the states at the moment coffee is a huge thing at the moment yes so when does coffee start you know what year are we talking about you know that we have the Revolutionary or the you know the tea party. Oh, as Boston, far as, like, tea, party, Boston yes. tea Party. Mm-hmm. Is there a Boston coffee party?
1: Whew, I or don't, when
0: uh, does coffee come into the states? Yeah,
1: well, it, it comes in pretty early to the states. I mean, even was it the uh, we did we did the first towns uh start on the east coast there of in America? Oh no, yeah, history, history I know, yeah. But coffee was brought in at that stage from other places, from Europe, from um, Africa, obviously.
0: Gotcha. it was being
1: it was being brought in at that time. So. Wow. And you've got revolutionary, you know, the revolutionary wars going on, and in, um, uh, in America, um, taverns where they're meeting. Guess what? Coffee is involved.
0: So does coffee ever take over beer, as far as like consumption? Uh, actually, it's a good question. Yes, I, I mean, in
1: places like New York. I uh, was at new york yeah they nineteen sixty eight yeah mate. you look you there's some notes around here no not 1960,
0: 1668.
1: 1668. yeah uh it does it, for for a breakfast beverage was beer, but in that year that you just mentioned coffee suddenly takes over in consumption, so suddenly coffee's becoming a big player uh, wow. in the whole diet of 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 the country
0: wow wow so sixteen sixty eight 's a big big year for the states as far as coffee uh, well yes in New York anyway <laughs> well and I think <laughs> There was a book that I read and I it's called The History of the World in 6 Glasses I think. Okay. It talks about The History of the World in 6 Glasses and one of those glasses being coffee and it walks through you know the history of the world with wine, beer, coffee, uh Coca-Cola and a couple other ones. Mm-hmm. But one of the things that it talked about was uh back in Europe they would have coffee houses and each, you know, coffee house would specialize in its own topic, so one might be philosophy, one might be science, one might be, you know, mm-hmm. architecture, art, different things. And so people would go to these different coffee shops. So even then coffee was kind of a, a way for people to get together and discuss and, and kind of was the was the fuel for a lot of discovery and mm-hmm. discussion. Yeah if you haven't read that book uh, Hmm. it's a good read it's interesting Um, but it's just crazy how much coffee fueled you know just even early thought yeah yeah. and then you know comes across across the ocean to the United States when people from England go over there and it's just it just it just really I mean obviously it takes a while but it Mm -hmm, spreads mm -hmm. quite I mean there's almost no country in the world where there's no coffee probably true actually yeah yeah
1: yeah it's interesting how and how culture has taken it and adapted it to their own place. You've right. got the Turkish coffee, you've got right. espresso, you've got, there's just so many, the mocha pot, there's many things you, ways you can make a coffee, and different cultures have different ways. I remember being in Ethiopia, and just at a motel, at a hotel, whatever one you went to, there'd always be a lady at the front, uh, there serving coffee in little, little, tiny um, mm. ceramic China wow, and doing a typical Ethiopian coffee ceremony, and that was just normal mm. you stop at a you know uh, along the side of the road for a break from the highway, and when I say highway that's not for interpretation, but <laughs> the uh the, you'd be sit there and there'd be someone there doing an Ethiopian, i'd call it an Ethiopian coffee ceremony for them it was how they served coffee
0: wow, wow, okay, wow, well, so there that's going kind of, um, it's crazy, like you said, the cultural differences, yes. you know, we go to a coffee shop or make it ourselves, but to have it such a ceremonious part of life is just different. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah. Wow. So sorry, nineteen sixty eight coffee starts beating oh, well, out, beating right. out yeah, beer. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Coffee starts winning the war yes um what's what's the next step for coffee's segue into our lives
1: oh you can go to many different places and uh, you can uh, you can go to paris or say you can amsterdam had a big play in the whole whole thing too they eventually did get some coffee some guy i can't remember his name now um, who was really uh, desperate to get uh, coffee back home Uh, was he turkish oh there's been a few of them There's been some heroes who have gone through all sorts of things. Uh, I can't can't remember his name off the top of my head. I'm just having a look at my notes here to see if I can see the guy.
0: But, um, like like Paris. um, Well, Solomon Aga. Solomon Aga? uh, Was he the guy that brought coffee into Paris? Oh, probably was, yes.
1: Sorry, I don't recognize his name, but you're right. He's got a longer name than that, but... He's You're got right. A professional name. He but does. He does. He he's an ambassador. Batesley. Um. Um. And he comes to Paris to King Louis, the whatever the fifteenth or something. <laughs> <laughs> um. And uh, he brings. He calls it a magical beverage. And mm-hmm. uh, he brings some beans along with him. Guess what they are? To use those beans and start growing coffee beans themselves. Wow. Paris loved him. He'd have a special. Turkish coffee to have Turkish coffee with him was a real honor and people would come from you know far and wide to, to spend time with him Wow then you've got people you got I mean some of the philosophers that come from that you've got a shop opening up uh, in in Paris uh, the cafe de procopi I'm not sure how do you say that but you've got philosophers like philosophers like um, Rose uh, Diderot. yeah that's right and Vol- Voltaire. They, they were all part of that. That's where they were learning and discussing all their theories at that time.
0: And it's just, that's amazing how almost crucial coffee's role is in some of his, like, you, you know, I wonder how many things were happening over a cup of coffee that I wouldn't have very happened.
1: Very true. Probably like today.
0: <laughs> right. Like we're having this over a cup of coffee.
1: That, that's right. That's right. By the way, I, just, I, I remember reading somewhere, Voltaire, he had 50 cups per day of coffee.
0: That's a lot of coffee.
1: I don't know. That's I, I, too someone, much coffee.
0: That's too much coffee. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I know we said we'd keep this at thirty oh, minutes, what? and we're, we're already there. Are we really? Yeah. Oh, my, so many great stories. The Brazilian one is a good one. Well, I think you know. Ah, uh, I want. I, I know we waffled quite a bit today. We're kind mm, of yeah. rustling through our notes. And yeah, there's just so much stuff. About five, you know, textbooks worth of stuff, but. Tell us a good story that you think. What's what's one of your favorite kind of coffee origin stories? Oh, one
1: of my favorite uh, coffee stories—the Brazil one. There's two of them, but I'm going to give you the second one. And that's the Brazil one. Is it a juicy one? Oh, it is actually. It is. It's. It could. You could make a good story. Probably a good, you know, miniseries about this. I would think. Yeah. But um, there was uh this dispute going between French Guiana and Dutch Guiana, oh. sort of top of of South America there. And uh, and the, uh, the Brazilian government,
0: yeah,
1: quite bright they were. They decided they were going to come in with um, a colonel to be the the in between guy, going to you know, bring these two factions together. Like a negotiator. A negotiator, that's negotiator. what he was. He had a great name too. He was a bit of a bit of a handsome dude, I believe. Is right? That? Yeah. Even his name, uh, uh, Colonel Francisco de Melo Pajita. Oh, mate.
0: It just rolls off the tongue. It just does. He sounds
1: it? smooth. He was smooth. What happened though? the, the governor, um, in French, the French governor, said, "No, you're not going to have any of our, our seeds of coffee, which had come to them in a certain way as well." And uh, but he wasn't put he wasn't put off by that. He thought, "Aha, uh-huh. the uh, governor's wife loves the dance." I'm going to dance the night away with her, and there's stories about how all that sort of developed as such, but she basically falls in love with this guy, and I don't know if it's the next day, the next week, as
0: he's leaving, uh-huh. she gives him a bouquet of flowers. Isn't that nice? Was Isn't that a nice g- story? Uh, was, uh, not ended how I was, It didn't end how I was expecting it to end.
1: Well, let me tell you, Reid inside those flowers were fertile coffee seeds she'd planted she'd put them inside the, 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 the flowers wow so off he goes back to Brazil with his flowers and his seed and now we have Brazil with one of the biggest uh, you know, cons- uh, producers of coffee. There is.
0: I mean, I, I feel like we should just tell people to Google origins oh, of coffee, and just, you will come up just, with so much stuff because there's juicy stories of love and oh, loss nice. and philosophy and. The first
1: story I didn't say, but Gabriel, I'm not going to give you the story. This guy was just really uh, passionate about getting coffee to his homeland. He would fight. He would go against pirates. He would. There was ration food on the on the ship. He would give up his
0: water to give it to his coffee plant so he could get it back home again. Wow. Yeah, I mean, there's stories like that. And, I mean, just going into all the different things, just the roasting, the grinding, the different ways of making coffee, and yet the only, you know, the very origin of just how we even got it.
1: I know. Isn't that funny? We don't really know, but we know a few little things, perhaps like a lot of things in history, but uh, but here we are today enjoying it because of all slavery because of wars because of love stories different reasons but so here we are able to enjoy our coffee and i'm really thankful of those people before me who who put their lives on the line basically
0: i'm glad i don't have to fight off pirates in the morning to get my my coffee that's right um wow well if if you have other stories that you've heard that yeah uh, there's a lot of them out there that you you think might be interesting go ahead and, and feel free to shoot them our way on facebook Twitter, Instagram, uh, and again, just go to beanstuff.com to get links to all of that. I do realize the Twitter link wasn't working until today. So that is fixed. So now I'm not lying when I say that. Twitter works from the website there. But shoot us one of your stories what you think uh the origin of coffee is. Mm-hmm. And uh and yeah, I mean always feel free to shoot us questions or you know, we have a we have a big list of things to do as far as what podcasts we want to do and what topics I mean. Um, But if you have topics that you want to hear about, feel free to send them to us. Feel free to also email us at – it's just read at Mm -hmm. beanstuff.com. And we 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 would love to hear from you. Feel free to also review, subscribe. And uh, you can do that wherever you get your podcasts. But, uh, yeah. No, we're excited for the next. I don't think we've decided what to do next. There's a lot of topics.
1: So, yeah. There's a lot. We could carry on about history, but there's enough. They can look themselves.
0: Uh, yeah. Well, maybe we can do a part two sometime. Oh, sometime. But, uh, so we're, we're going to, this is our Friday episode this week. And uh, we're going to have another episode next week. And so every Friday we'll be releasing an episode. My goal is to release it early enough. So you people who drive to work early can enjoy it on your morning commute. With a cup of coffee, maybe. Mm. Um, But Fridays, uh, I'll try and do it as early as we can. And again, thank you so much for listening. And uh, we hope to hear from you. And uh, yeah, tune in next time.